Are you an entrepreneur, industry expert, or influencer? Did you know that speaking is one of the highest paying professions in the world? Download my free PDF checklist now and you can learn how you can become a highly paid speaker. Go to jamieabbott.com forward slash speaker guide. Hello and welcome to Pitch Perfect, the podcast where we shine a spotlight on the power of effective communication, strategic business thinking, and the spirit of entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Jamie Abbott. I've spent years mastering the art of public speaking and public relations, weathered the storm in the business world, and have emerged not only surviving, but thriving in the face of challenges. And now I'm here to share my insights and experiences with you, whether you're an entrepreneur looking to take your business to the next level, a marketing professional wanting to sharpen your skills, or simply someone who wants to become a better communicator, this podcast is for you. So buckle up and join me on this journey. Let's learn, grow, and conquer the world of public speaking, public relations, marketing, and business strategy together. Welcome to Pitch Perfect. Well, my guest today is Karina Lane, and Karina is a certified parenting coach, educator, and author. She has spent more than two decades working in the field of behavioral change and emotional intelligence. Before moving into the parenting field, Karina spent 12 years working with inmates and offenders in a variety of settings, running groups on behavioral change, addiction, anger management, and domestic and family violence. This experience helped her understand understand the importance of parent-child interactions, meeting children's needs effectively, and emotion regulation. Karina now teaches parents and professionals how to connect and communicate with children to build trust, develop emotional intelligence, and guide behavior effectively. As a mom of four, she knows how demanding parents can be, and it's this personal experience that helps her communicate with authenticity, warmth, and humor. Now, Karina self-published her first book, Chilled Out Mum, in 2022. She also has an online parent coaching program that helps parents build their self-awareness and expand their parenting skill set. And finally, Karina is an accredited parenting educator in Circle of Security. I've done that course. Tuning into kids and tuning into teens. She has delivered early parenting classes for the Royal North Shore Hospital in Sydney and is a registered group facilitator for Corrective Services New South Wales and is also one of my favorite PR club members. Karina Lane, Welcome to Pitch Perfect. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks for having me on your podcast. What a background. I was so impressed reading that. And uh, you've really niched in your particular uh, area of a parent as a parenting coach. Why did you get into this? Did you kind of just fall into this with that background where you were sort of working with um, jail inmates and offenders and all that sort of thing? And it was kind of like a natural progression. How did you get to where you are now? Yeah, I'd say it was quite a natural progression. I didn't set out to be where I am today. I didn't set out to have four children either. That was, um, we had twins, so we went from two to four children. So that was a happy accident. Um, I guess the thing with working with the inmates all those years was I got to know their early experiences really well and what 
um, how that kind of early parenting parent-child bond can impact the life path that they take. Um, so I was all I became fascinated from that point. And then I had all these kids. Um, I couldn't actually work full time in that role anymore, but I was just really interested in investing all my time in creating, you know, the very best early experiences for my kids and enjoying it as well. You know, um, so I had that going on, but I also had people in the street stop me with my four kids and go, like someone seriously said, why do you look so happy, <laughs> right? Because I had all these kids with me and like, how do you do it? How do you look happy? And I thought, it's not that hard. But yeah, so all of that, that kind of combined experience got me thinking, maybe I can help people because I, I feel like the, the jail experience really helped me um, learn a lot of things that not everyone has access to really about that early parenting experience and how how influential it is on our kids. Yeah. Do you think that having four kids, uh, how old are they, by the way? How old are your four kids? Now my eldest is 14 and my daughter's turning 12 and my twins have just turned 10. Yeah. Wow. So you went for a third and they were twins. Is that how it works? Yeah. 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 Mother Mother nature laughed and laughed because <laughs> I, I, I spent like 18 months campaigning, campaigning for the third child, convincing everyone that would listen, that it really made sense. We had everything we needed to do the th- three children. Then we got four children. Yeah. And so we went underwater. <laughs> yeah, I love <laughs> it. So, I mean, I've, I'm a parent of two little um, energetic boys and I'm 41 mm. with a three and a newly turned five-year-old. And I've done Circle of Security. I've also gone mm. to Tresillion with my second child. Yeah. And, yes, um, yes. You know, it was funny when I was at Tresillion and even Circle of Security, it was an evening class we did over a certain amount of weeks. Um, there were a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners there. And especially in Tresillion, I noticed, or both of them, I noticed it as well. Mm-hmm. And do you think, I mean, in your line of work, there are a lot of entrepreneurs, business owners who are used to, I don't know, goal setting and smashing goals. Then these little people come into their world and it's a real challenge. Do you find this is a common challenge for people who run their own business? Absolutely. And I guess with people who run their own business, they're used to being in charge of themselves and thinking their own thoughts and, you know, feeling that things are generally predictable in their life or that they can put things in place to create what they want to create. Um, But children, especially if you're very driven and you're very organised, I'm not, but for some parents who come in, I guess you have that kind of type A personality, like I I, I want things done a certain way, I want control, I need stability, (laughs) I need routine, and then you get the child that is not like that at at all, they're just not wired that way. Um, So, yeah, it can be really challenging and it can really throw um throw a spanner in the works for that parent but for me I kind of see that that's like it's a chance to grow and and move out of our comfort zone so I call that like the gift child um whoever comes along and kind of makes you have to step up and expand your skill set and think differently and bend yourself really but yeah I would definitely agree that there there is that pattern of people who are working for themselves and the entrepreneurs in the world um it can be very challenging but in truth I think parenting is much more challenging than anyone's admitting to the to each other um, in terms of the calls I get and the women that the, the mums, mostly mums that I'm speaking to, but I know dads are out there struggling too. That's a really interesting point. Do you think that a lot of people hide the fact that they are struggling because it's kind of got this stigma, oh, you know, I haven't got it all together and, you know, they don't yeah. sort of open up the fact that they are having a real challenge? Yes, yes, and I think that's for a variety of reasons. I remember having my firstborn, my very first one, he was, you know, just a a newborn, and a friendly 
mum who had already done the newborn asked me just really genuinely, really openly, how's it going? And I just put a smile on my face and said, it's fine. It's fine. And she said, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, and then, then she shared that with my first, when, when my first was really little, I struggled. I couldn't get him to um, stop crying. And she kind of shared all the struggles that she had. And I found myself thinking, yeah, why did I just say it was fine? It's not that fine. It's actually really tiring. I can't get him to sleep. Um, yeah, but I've always remembered just that instant, like I'm putting on the mask and I'm telling everyone I'm fine. And I'm, I know I'm not the only one who does that. Um, I think we, we do that. We, we do that from the word go a lot of us, but then also as we move um, further into the parenting journey, we have social media, we have all our mum's groups. And I, I remember my mother's group, I was c- continually comparing how my baby was to everyone else, how I was as a mum to everyone else. And yeah, I guess I learned along the way, like, I don't want to share what I'm not good at. I, yeah, I can't, I, it's just, it, I couldn't do it for, you know, that's how I was back then. And I feel like there's a lot of mums struggling with that now but then yet then you're adding the social media and what we're supposed to look like as parents and supposed to achieve and yeah people are just kind of behind closed doors really unraveling a lot of us it's one of those things you don't you honestly do not get how hard it is until you go through it and uh, I can see I've got a couple of my friends now who have got babies and they're just putting all the cute photos up but then when you message them the truth comes out. And I probably, um, before I had kids, wouldn't think to look beyond the social media photos and actually realize behind that photo is a struggling mom. Um, mm. who, you know, the sleep deprivation is real. You don't know what sort of baby oh, you get. Um, yep. Breastfeeding so hard. It's just, it's a yes. really, um I remember it too well. And that's why I stopped it too. But um, <laughs> it is really, really hard. And so you, you teach Karina so many different um we talk about so many different topics. And one of the ones that really piques my interest is the stress-proof parenting topic. And mm-hmm. uh, it's all about strategies for a calmer, happier family life. Is it, um, I want to ask you about this, but is it a one-size-fits-all? Like, have you got like a set formula that kind of works for everyone? Or is it you go in and you assess each situation on its merit and differently? It, I, I do have, I call it, a, yeah, it's a one-size-fits-all formula however it's flexible so we're all different you know we bring our own characteristics and our personality and we have our own circumstances so we are all different and our kids of course are all different but ultimately the approach that I share with parents is based on um, you know decades of research really influenced by the circle of security program which is so beautiful um, so I, I bring that combined with coaching strategies and mindset strategies to kind of um, to to develop a roadmap, I suppose, for parents to work through so that they can get what they want from it. Everyone can get what they what they want and need from it. And so it is a one size fits all approach in in that sense because it helps to um adjust your mindset, adjust it it helps the parents to work on themselves um in order to be the parent that they want to be. And that's where it becomes more unique. They can be whatever parent they want, but they need to um we all need to be looking after our mindset and our self-care if we want to do that. So, it, yeah, in some respects, it's very much a one-size-fits-all model because it's based on decades of research um, and it's based on attachment and connection and emotional intelligence, which is, you know, um, it's highly regarded as as, as really important for, um, for that family harmony and for de- developing those important emotional relationships with our kids. So all of that is really important, but... It also recognizes that we're all different as parents too. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I remember the Circle of Security course was so hard to get into and we did it when really? our first, yeah, we were on a real waiting list. And I know a lot of people um, tried to get onto it and uh, it was yeah. so, I feel like every parent should do that course because it was Me just too. beneficial. Um, what are mm-hmm. some of the strategies? Like just generally, what are some of the tried and tested general strategies that can work for a calmer, happier family life? What would you sort of say your, your big tip yeah. there? Number one, is to review your expectations. The expectations is the biggest culprit. Um, expectations and connection issues, really. So when we're talking about expectations, most of us, including myself at times, I have to check myself all the time, but our expectations of our kids are outrageous. So we expect just because our little person can, son, you know, we can teach them to walk, they go to the toilet on their own, they can get dressed independently if they want to, but then we expect them to do all these other mature things like think, pay attention, be rational, control their emotions, manage their behaviour. And that's way too much to expect for a young person from, and this is, we're talking about two-year-olds, five-year-olds, even 12-year-olds. They can't do that. Their brains haven't finished developing. So we really do. Once we review all that, what we're actually expecting of our kids, because a lot of the time, we're, we're, because we're, we're so invested in wanting to raise the good kid, um, we think that if they're, if they're not getting dressed on their own and they're not listening, there's something wrong with the child or there's something wrong with us. So we get really caught up in that. But then if we actually stop, take a moment, review developmentally where our child's at, we realise, hey, the child's normal. Oh, this is actually my problem. <laughs> this child's perfect. I'm I'm the one with the expectation problems. Um, but the, the expectations also relate to how we see ourselves and what we expect of ourselves, particularly for mums, right, with um, all the things that we're trying to do, all the balls we're trying to keep in the air. We have really high expectations of ourselves too. So once we review both sets of the, um, expectations, we get rid of a whole heap of guilt and a whole heap of stress because, of course, guilt is all tied to the expectations we have. Um, because we fail to meet the bar, we set the standards up here and we continually, of course, fail to meet it. So we get down on ourselves and beat ourselves up. Yeah. It's not very nice. We're not very nice to ourselves. Uh, in your bio, I'm not sure if it was a typo. Maybe it wasn't. I said, when I was reading it out, you said, mm. uh, it says, as a mother of four, you know how demanding parents can be. Is yeah, that, that is be- a typo. Oh, yeah, okay. a typo. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're not demanding as parents. Parenting. Well, Parenting. Yeah, parenting is demanding. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't call parents demanding. I would say that we have problems with expectations and we have problems with thinking that it's the child that needs to change and not us because 80% of the time the problems are always with us, which is good news. I say that's good news because we can work on ourselves. We can do courses. We can read books. We can journal, take care of ourselves, all much easier than trying to change a small child. So true. I'm glad we had a chance to correct that. <laughs> that yes, thank you. I was thinking thank about you. it at the time, but I mean, look, parents and kids can be demanding, but parenting is definitely demanding. So thanks for clearing that up. I would love <laughs> to right. know about your book because um, I know it's no easy feat, writing and self-publishing a book. It's a lot of work. How did that mm. come about and, and what's the book about? So the book is called Chilled Out Mum and it is essentially about stress parenting um uh, i call it stress-free parenting ditching guilt and raising incredible kids because we all want to raise amazing kids but we're all really stressed out and we're all battling guilt and after tons and tons of calls with mums and it's always mums who reach out to me um 
when I ask them, what is it that you want? If you could create anything right now, what is it? They've all said, I want to be calm. I want to be chilled out. I used to be chilled out. And so that's where that hot kind of theme came from. That's why I called it chilled out mum. So it does seem to speak to, to a lot of mums from, from experience in kind of putting out the, the ad on Facebook. So it seems to be hitting a chord, which is wonderful. Um, the process was extremely hard. I think it's it's not unlike to, to conceiving a baby and birthing a baby. I'm serious. It was like the whole process, starting it, seeing it through, it was a real hard slog. And um I kind of didn't want to go back and do another book for a long time, but I am ready. I'm preparing to write my next book. It's it's the it's just like giving birth, right? The great reward is like, oh, you get this baby at the end. It's all worth it. Um, so I have to remember that when I do write my next book, that it will be worth it when I get the book out. And of course, I've got all the experience of going through the writing process, the editing process, and the self-publishing to know what's ahead of me now. And I could probably do a much better job this time too. Yeah, that's great. I mean, gosh, how did you learn how to write a book? Did you do courses? How did you kind of get onto that um, that journey? Yeah, well, I've always considered myself a writer. Uh, I always wanted to be an author when I was a child. I even tried to write um, fiction book. I was trying to write break into the chick lit field, um, but I realised I wasn't actually that good. I was too impatient to write a good, a decent book, but. At the same, then in in terms of my business, I always wanted to write a book because it's so good for authority and expertise and all that sort of thing too. And also you can reach a whole lot more people with your message. So I knew that I wanted to write a business book. Um, And I came across a course that um, was about teaching you how to write a really great business book that actually brings leads into your business. And I thought, well, that's the type of book I want. I don't want to spend all that time writing a book that doesn't really hit the mark and doesn't do that much for my business. So I jumped into this course, which was fantastic. It helped me um, format the book chapter by chapter. So it's really strategically written. Um, so I just copied, you know, I just wrote it applied the formula exactly as I, as it was recommended to me um, and I came out with this book and so it's been really great to be able to write something that's been informative and helpful for parents um, but it's also it's bringing me it's actually helped me build an email list full of people who have read my book so they already know me they like me they trust me I hope <laughs> anyway um, and it's been really helpful for building my business too so it was the best way to do it it was a really great investment of money for the course but also investment in time so it was it was time well spent a lot a lot of time well spent that's great and I guess um if people want to get a copy of the book and get in touch with you how can they find you they can find me, probably the quickest way is to jump on my website, um, karinalane.com.au, and there's a link on there to grab my book, Chilled Out Mum, which is only four ninety seven if you want the digital copy. So it's cheap as chips. Yeah, and we'll put a link to that in the show notes here. Is there anything else further you'd like to add before we wrap up, Karina? Any hot tips or, you know, you've already shared so many gold nuggets, but, um, you know, I have a lot of female entrepreneurs and male entrepreneurs who listen to this mm-hmm. podcast. Is there any sort of last minute words of wisdom you'd like to share or anything we haven't uh, talked about? Uh, well, this this year in particular, I've learned, and it's such a boring thing to say, but ultimately, if you want pairing to be as smooth as possible, and if you want to be the parent, that you want to be for your children and show up that way, you have to do self-care. Like that's such a boring thing to say because a lot of us feel like, oh, that's just something else on my to-do list. But we have to be, we have to apply self-care in a way that is a normal, regular thing for ourselves. Not a bubble bath, not a massage. That's great if you've got time for that. But really it's about how we talk to ourselves, how we nurture ourselves, how where we put our needs on the list. Um, it's all of those sorts of things. Otherwise, you really just can't, you're just like a car with the petrol light on. And we all know 
what happens if you don't fill it up the cart, right? We're just running on empty. Um, eventually we'll conk out and then we're really not the parent we want to be. Yeah. So that's my tip. Get the self-care in and don't feel bad about it. I love it. Any excuse for self-care, I'll take that. Thank you. Come to my parenting expert. Karina, thank you so much for coming on uh, to Pitch Perfect today. It's great to have you inside PR Club and I'm really grateful for you sharing all these um, gold nuggets, words of wisdom uh, for those parents out there who hopefully are listening to this at the exact right time in their life that they need to hear those words. So thank you so much. Wonderful. Thank you for having me, Jamie. Thanks for listening to Pitch Perfect. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review it and share it to social media. If you'd like to download my free paid speaking resources, go to jamieabbott.com.